Dear brother, dear sister, today I'm coming to you to speak very directly about an issue we are facing as a people of God. You see, Yeshua is walking in our midst and he desires to snatch many of us from the fire who have no idea that they are actually heading there. As concerning this sin that we all are so familiar with, we all quote the scripture, we all know it, adultery of the heart. But do we know how serious it is to continue therein? And do we know what the solution, the journey to freedom looks like? Today, I want to submit to you that so often we we've read the verse of what Yeshua says regarding adultery in Matthew chapter five, but we don't read the solution, the verses following that. And if we do, we struggle to sometimes understand what he's trying to say. I want to read this to you starting out here in Matthew five, verse twenty seven. And we read, you have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Now, this is what we know. But what is he about to say? What he is about to say just sounds absurd. But let's read it. He says, if your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. For it's better that you lose one of your members than for your whole body to go into hell. Let me ask you something. Do you believe what Jesus is saying here? Like what he's actually saying, like he's actually saying that you will go to hell if you do not get rid of that which is causing you to continuously fall into this sin. You know, the question, I think actually a lot of people just don't believe this. They call themselves Christians, but they don't believe it because we have taught and said that as long as you say that Jesus is Lord, nothing matters. You're going to heaven. Jesus is saying, if you continue in unrepentant sin and you do not stop that, you will be thrown into hell. See, because to believe in Jesus and to be saved through faith is to do what Jesus said, is to walk like Jesus walked. We're not saved by works, but if we have truly believed in him, we will not be able to continue in habitual sin. Our hearts will be so destroyed when we sin that we would be not be able to contain ourselves, but to turn from that sin. And he is now saying, look, do you want to go to hell? Do you want to go to hell? This is what he's saying. Do you want to go to Gehenna? Because he says, then cut out that off that hand, cut out that eye, throw it away. What does that even mean? 
Because there's a lot of us who are addicted to pornography, yet we have our eyes, yet we have our hands. <laughs> what does he mean? See, he's simply saying that if you, if, if it is your eye that looks at a woman with lust and you continuously fall into that, right? He says, get rid of that eye. What does that mean? Does God want us to hurt ourselves? No. If it is your hand and, and your hand causes you to sin, get rid of it. Does God want us to hurt ourselves? No. But see, I want to submit to you that he's saying, get rid of that, which causes you to fall into temptation. And for us, it's the phone that you have in your hand. It's that which you put before your eyes. It's that which you allow in your presence as a temple of the Holy Spirit. And you care not to get rid of it. You know, when you are addicted to pornography, here's the thing, brothers and sisters. I can't be on Facebook anymore. I can't be on Instagram. I can't be on TikTok. I can't scroll through the shorts. Like, I can't do that. You know why? Because every day the sexualization and the things being allowed there becomes worse and worse. You, if you're on there, man, and they're putting that on your feed, how can you sit there in support of that viewing it? How can you sit there and scroll through that? How can you put that before these eyes that are supposed to be anointed? Because Yeshua says, look, is your hand worth it more to you than eternal life? And he says, cut it off. Get rid of it. If it's not worth it, if you would rather have eternal life. Now, let me ask you for some of us, and it's and this is not this is going to depend on each person, but for some of us, the question is, this is your smartphone worth going to hell for? Because ultimately God has come and he has called us to be so set apart and different. And that means it's for some of us. It means if we're struggling with lust, that we need to get rid of our smartphones and exchange it for a dumb phone, a phone that does not have all of the access to those things. That is what it would mean to cut off your hand. That is what it would mean to get rid of your eye. Many of us are struggling with these temptations, but we do nothing to keep these things from ourselves. And then we pray and we fast and then we fall again and we ask God, why God, why God, why? And we're in this endless cycle. And for some of us, it's been 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years of addiction. And it's like it's never going to end. And, and let's just be honest. Do you actually expect that this is going to end? Do you actually expect that you're going to stop watching porn and stop looking upon others with lustful intent? Do you expect that it's going to end if you do not get rid of the stuff that keeps you in that? It's time for you to make a commitment. It's time for you to say no more. I am done saying it over and over and over that I'm going to stop and I'm ready to make a commitment. And if that's you, if you're listening to me and you're like, man, I've been struggling with this thing for so long and I need to actually do something about it now. Then let's do something about it. Yeshua is here and he's here to snatch you out of the fire. 
He's here to save your soul. That's why he warned you. He said what he said to us to get fear of God inside of you so that you can be awoken from this slumber of sin you're in. But now that I've managed to shake you awake, I need to direct you to something. You see, it's not that it's it's how what you're going to do of your own strength. It's going to set you free from sin. Oh, no, you if it was if it was by our own strength that we can be free, we wouldn't need a Messiah. No, we need him. It is our surrender before him or telling him, God, I cannot do this. I repent. I surrender my soul. I surrender my hands. I surrender my eyes. And if your hands are truly surrendered, why is there a smartphone in it that's scrolling through Facebook shorts or through the next porn site or through the Instagram models? Why, if your hands are surrendered, don't tell me your hands are surrendered and you look upon those things. Your hands are not surrendered. True surrender to God is giving up to him whatever is needed because God can only work and setting you free if you surrender. And so you surrender everything to him and you say, oh, God, I cannot overcome this alone. You, Holy Spirit, must set me free. You get rid of all of those things that causes you to fall into temptation. And then you beware the tactic of the enemy. The enemy's tactic is to put shame, guilt and condemnation upon you to make you feel like you need to cover yourselves by your own devices. Like when Adam and Eve went to hide in the bushes after they ate of the fruit, they wanted to hide away from God because that's what guilt, shame and condemnation does. And what it does is it drives you further away from God instead of running to him in repentance, letting him clothe you with righteousness. You can clothe yourself. You can hide away or you can run to him to let him clothe you with righteousness. But you have to speak against the enemy's guilt, shame and condemnation because God does not put guilt, shame and condemnation upon us when we fall and we will fall and we will make mistakes. But when we make mistakes, the question is, what do we do with that? Because what you will do with that and where that mistake will drive you is where you will remain. If that mistake drives you away from God and shame and condemnation, then that's where you will be away from God. But if that mistake drives you in repentance to the Lord saying, God, that's not who I am. Forgive me of my sin. Lord, empower me to be free from this. God, I put away that which caused me to fall into it. And I will not look upon that again or allow that in my presence again. God, I thank you for your freedom. Those are the two avenues, but most people are in a cycle of guilt, shame and condemnation, and they then just keep doing what they've been doing, thinking that something's going to change. That's what's that's what's called insanity, doing the same thing over, hoping something's going to be different this time. It's not going to be different unless 
you allow God to make it different this time. And beware of the passivity of the enemy that he wants to put in you for you to be in this cycle of being passive about your sin. See, God has great mercy and great uh, um, care and great forgiveness for us when we come to him in repentance. Man, like if you've fallen, you've watched, you've looked, you've done something you shouldn't have done and you go to him in repentance. The Bible says he is trustworthy to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. That's his promise to us. But it is in our passivity when we keep doing the same thing over and over again and we do not actually fight ferociously. Letting God fight with you. You do not do anything about it. That is passivity. That is the danger that causes you to be addicted for 20, 10, 20, 30 years. And that is not, let me say it like it is, that is not acceptable before God. And let me say this that if you are, look at, man, this is what we have to realize is when you look at pornography, dear brothers and dear sisters, because I know it's not just my brothers who's addicted. Many of my sisters are too. listen to me when you go and you watch pornography. It is like in the first century going to pay a prostitute because the things that you are watching, the things that you are looking at are things that in past times would have never been available for your consumption. But because of this incredibly fallen world that we are in, you can it is now accessible to you. You, there is not even great lens you need to go to to get that anymore as in the past. But the sin remains the same just because it's easy doesn't mean it's less harmful. Just because it's easy doesn't make it any less uh, of a sin. Let me say it is the same as going to pay a prostitute because in your viewership you are. And you are supporting an industry that is full of slaveries. And I'm speaking literally uh, an industry that that traffics girls. An industry that is destructive that you support. And that's just the one side of it. And so when you partake in these things, realize, recognize that you are not even in the first rung of what it means to be a Christian. Let me say it how it is, because I love you and I want to shake you awake today. You're a teacher. Oh, you're a teacher of the word and you watch these things. You are not qualified to teach. Because if you are still struggling with these things that the pagans are indulging in, what does that mean? It means that you are maybe one step ahead of the pagans. And I will tell you what they told the believers in Acts 15. Stop with drinking blood. Stop with sexual immorality. Stop with these basic things that you are so used to doing in your paganism. But these are the basic principles that you need to do to be saying that you follow Yeshua. You cannot listen. I know the West has made it normal, but you cannot be a Christian and remain the same as you were. You cannot be a true believer and not have true change. True change will drive you to 
true belief will drive you to change. True faith in Yeshua will mean that you will not be able to continue doing what you did. Because look, here's the thing. If you just knew what's at stake here, like if you just understood that, you know, I can just see so many believers and they come before him one day. They went to church every Sunday or Saturday. They, they went to do all the things that they thought were religious and they come before him. And he looks at them and says, you sexually immoral. You, you went there thinking you're going to hear well done, good and faithful servant because you kept the Sabbath. But you end up hearing you sexually immoral. Depart from me, you worker of lawlessness. I do not know you. But Lord, I casted out demons in your name. I healed the sick in your name. But Lord, I, I did all these wonderful works for you. I clothed the naked. Depart from me, you worker of lawlessness. Because you never repented. Do you want to hear it from PD today? While you have time in your lungs. Or do you want to hear it from him on that great day when there is no more time in your lungs? This is the day that the Lord has made. And I don't want you to enter this next year with the same sin as last. I don't want you because listen, this may be your last year. This may be your last month. This may be your last day. You may go to bed tonight and be not here tomorrow anymore to hear a message like this one again, to have a chance to repent as you have a chance now. You say Peter's being too harsh. Then you haven't met my father because he's going to send people to hell and Yeshua is going to be the judge. He is warning us that he is going to do it. Some of us need to cut off our hands. Some of us need to really get rid of some things. And so if that's you. If you want to put an end to this in your life, if you want to let Yeshua do this for you, then now's the time to land on your knees. Now's the time, man, because look, there are people. There are so many people who are in secret. And they have this in secret and no one sees it. But the Lord does. And that's why he brought you to this message here today. Because he knows what you're busy with and he loves you. And he wants you to be free. He doesn't want you to struggle with this anymore because there's no more need for that. You know, Yeshua has come to not just die for you to get into heaven, but for you to be free from sin. That's truly what the church has not been preaching. But that is truly the truth that you can be free from your sins of yesterday. And I'm not saying you're going to be a perfect man because I am not. And that and, and if we were, then Okay, we wouldn't need Yeshua. We need him. We're not perfect, but he has enabled us to be free from our habitual sins, to become more like him every day. And even if we still make mistakes, he picks us up. 
So if this is you, I want you to pray with me. And I want you to really devote your life to him all over again. Father, we come to you, Lord, right now in repentance of our sin, of all of our sexual immoralities of the past. Whenever we've looked upon a woman or a man with lust, whenever we have committed adulteries in the heart or fornications in the heart. Father, I pray, Lord, that you would cleanse everyone listening. And you would give us a white robe. That you would put your spirit in them. And that you would make them powerful in you. Let them be strengthened in you to overcome every temptation and evil strategy of the devil. Father, I pray that you would convict their hearts in this moment now to get rid of whatever they need to get rid of, whatever it is for them personally that has caused them to fall, whatever it has been. Lord, I pray, Father, that you would remove all guilt or shame or condemnation off of your people. Now, the Holy Spirit, I thank you that you love us that you are even speaking now because of your love. I thank you, Lord, that you are calling us home. I thank you, Lord, that you have mercy in our mistakes of the past and the mistakes we will still make in pursuit of you. But Lord, we stand and we say no more. We will fight this alongside you, Lord. And we will see victory with you and we will be a tool in your hands. And I just see this that the Lord saying that I will use you as a tool in my hand to set others free who needs salvation. Because, brothers and sisters, there are many, many in this world. This is perhaps the primary sin of this world. It is the sexual sins that is so pervasive in our culture. And God is calling warriors. He's calling you to be a warrior to to un. Uh, to to have the key to open up the locks to the chains that everyone in this world is enchained in. Father, I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your son, Yeshua. I thank you for dying for our sins. I pray, Lord, that you would make us more like you. In the name of Yeshua, Amen. Thank you for joining me. I love you guys. And please remember that the Father loves you even more, and He is on your side.